All right, bonus round. Let's talk about failure. Let's talk about overcoming failure. What is your best advice for someone who maybe is going through a hard time, going through some failure right now, or maybe they're about to? I think we're all in, in either one of those stages. We're either failing right now or we're about to. Like it's, it's like success only lasts so long for, for anybody. And so like, what would you tell somebody experiencing failure or you know, that they need to hear coming up soon? Well, I, I would say probably if I could cast into like three areas, I would say one, um, separate, separate the failure, whatever it may be. Your book didn't sell, your kickstarted uh, game didn't go well, um, you have something you're trying to introduce into the fashion industry, separate that failure from you. And I, and I, and I, and I say that specifically maybe because I come from a background, um, both in the Air Force and the Bureau, where we, where we tend to look, look out for one another. And we're always sensitive to things like, you know, suicide prevention and depression and things like that. Failure, in many ways, um, can fully absorb you. And, and if you don't separate the two, um, you could see yourself as, as, as the failure, as opposed to that which failed, if that makes sense. So the first thing is to separate those two. And then I guess the, the second thing is, to the best of your ability, remain positive. Um, look toward positive things you can do to make changes. Um, why did it fail? And look at it much more analytically, not just from a feeling, but what was it about it? Uh, the example that I gave uh, to others when, when my colleagues for Tau Ceti, uh, when it first didn't fund, I, you know, I was under the hood going through the rules and things like that. So I really wasn't paying attention to their Kickstarter. And when it didn't, when it didn't fund, they reached back out to me and they said, well, do you have any advice? And I said, I said, yeah, I said, let's, let's look at, let's look at what parts of this failed and what didn't. And what didn't fail was there were quite a number of people who were excited about a cooperative 4X game. And they were out there in the comment section and they were, so they were ecstatic to see something new. Okay, well, that wasn't a failure. Um, the components that they had advertised, the, the, the board, the ships, the cards, all of that, and what they had eventually produced, but obviously didn't the first time around, people were excited by that. They were excited by the fact that they had all these different roll cards. They had all these really cool looking minis. Um, so that didn't fail either. So you start peeling it back. Well, what, what was the failure part? Well, the failure part was um, the funding goal was far too high for a first time creator who may not have done all the mathematics involved with um, distribution, fulfillment, the creation, all of that um, combined. So I talked to them and, you know, one of the things I, I told them, I said, look, stay positive, stay in contact, um, uh, you know, with the, with the backers. Even though the Kickstarter now is turned off, you can still continue to communicate uh, with those folks. And they, just, and they stayed engaged. They stayed positive. Um, while they were moving through this change process. And I think that change process was huge for them. Um, on the other end of it, six, seven, eight months later, they relaunched at a much lower funding goal and they funded in 48 hours. 
And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that they not only had, but then retained this really strong base of folks that they had from the initial one that, again, that had failed. It failed to fund. It didn't fail to impress. It didn't fail to excite. It failed to fund. And, and, and again, you know, carving, carving those into, into more analytical pieces, it was easy for them to kind of look at that um, and then make the, make the necessary changes uh, moving forward. So I think the, the number one thing is, you know, you know, uh, continue to, to communicate, uh, remain positive, and then make the necessary changes, you know, to, to move from failure to success. And I think that has been one of the, one of the hallmarks of the things that I've seen uh, with folks who relaunch uh, Kickstarters, with folks that I have worked with in the past. If uh, a particular design element doesn't work well, well, you're not scrapping the whole game. You know, that piece doesn't work. Maybe, maybe this game doesn't call for a pickup and deliver. Maybe this game doesn't call for a push your luck element. You know, let's try a different mechanic that works, um, that works better. Um, you know, no one is, no one is under any generally, I mean, maybe unless you work for a big company, you're not any, you're not under any huge time constraint, right? Um, Jamie Stegmeyer points this out in his book, uh, uh, build a better business by building a better community. The idea is there's, there's plenty of time to launch. Like if you're looking to do a Kickstarter, um, don't set an arbitrary date, set a date that's realistic and move towards that date and only launch when you're ready. And this goes back to, you know, why do people fail? I think people feel as though they're under a time crunch. They have to get something done. Um, so, you know, the, the term that I've heard in the military and, and, and even in government services, you know, we can't do that now. We're setting them up for failure. Well, why are you setting them up for failure? Well, because, you're, because they're not trained well enough. They're not prepared well enough. Um, we haven't given them the right resources, the tools, the techniques. Um, so part of that comes, you know, part of that, part of that failure is just that, that lack of preparation and that lack of planning. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And this is, you know, failure is something that's kind of near and dear to my heart, you might say. Uh, something I talk <laughs> a lot about, um, both in, in the ministry stuff I do and talking to young people about failing, what it looks like to, to fail better and that kind of thing. Uh, and then with the whole creativity thing, failure, failure is a wonderful thing. Failure sucks and it's awesome. You know, it's, it's one of those things that like, it's terrible and wonderful at the same time. And you make a great point. It's not who you are. Like you're, you are not a failure. Something you did failed. And that is a huge difference, right? It's not oh, your yeah. identity. You know what I mean? Uh, but man, I, I look back on like how many times I have failed over and over and over again. Failure, you know, all over the place. Uh, I think the, so the board game design advice book that, you know, the second edition is, is just about to ship out. I'm super excited. I've got about 1,100 copies I have to fulfill here in my, my friend's house over the next week or so. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Uh, that was the seventh book that I've written. And it was the second edition of the seventh book that I've written. And it has sold more than all other seven, all other books combined. Wow. Right? You know what I mean? And so... I wrote some books. I'm really back on. I'm really proud of like projects. I, I super like. I'm super proud of how they turned out. They were you know, what I wanted. But from a sales standpoint, it was it real easy to look and go, man, that's kind of a failure. Like nobody really bought that. Your mom bought 45 copies, and that was about it, right? And that's 
that's part of it. But now the second edition of the seventh book, it took off. It did really well on Kickstarter, you know, and I can't, I can't wait to get it in people's hands and I, hopefully it'll continue to do well on Amazon and, and will continue to sell well for, you know, for a while. But it's, it's just part of it. The failure, all those failures, so to speak, led up to that book being able to do what it did, having the potential to do what it did. You know, before I started this podcast, I, I tried, uh, I wrote a book and I was going to, basically I'm trying to be Tony Robbins. That was my goal. I put out a bunch of YouTube videos and like motivational deals and self-help kind of things. I was like, I'm going to do this. And it did not do well at all. Like nobody cared, got no views, nothing, nothing worked at all. Giant colossal failure. But it led to me starting this podcast, which I feel like has been a pretty successful thing. And so failure is, is fine, but make sure you fail forward. Right. Like you're saying, fail and then learn from it, fail and then grow from it, fail forward. One of my favorite quotes in the world, it's ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. So what does it look like to fail better and just keep moving forward? Yeah, there's a uh, there's a series of great little kind of cartoon videos, which I'm sure you've seen fail faster. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, yeah, if you haven't seen them or if the folks haven't seen them, definitely recommend watching them because the point being, and, and I know I've seen this in, in the development cycle, um, we love cycles, whether it's, you know, in my line of work, what we call the intelligence cycle or the thought process, you know, the thinking cycle, uh, the OODA loop, if you've heard of that, was it, you know, orient, uh, observe, orient, decide, act. And it's like, you know, how you orient yourself to, to, to before you perform an action, how do you do that? What's that loop look like? What's that cycle look like? And the development cycle is the same thing that you should be, you should be testing. And to some degree, you know, when you think of a test, so you're a teacher, right? So when your kids take a test, regardless of the gradation, there are, there are two broad categories. They have passed the test or they have failed the test. Now, Within the pass and fail, there's lots of numbers, but 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 speaking speaking just strictly binary language, those are the two options for a test, right? There's no middle ground, right? right? You either pass it, you failed it, and I think when you get down to a play test, the idea is, and I think you've mentioned this in, in previous uh, previous episodes, you know, play test a component. You may not be able to play test the whole game, and I think you're I think you've been a very a great spokesman for. Play test 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. The 90 minute game, don't play test 90 minutes. Play test a little bit. Um, and and there's a there's a great, I don't know if you if you watch, I, I sometimes go down the rabbit hole of watching far too many videos on, on YouTube, but <laughs> I love TED Talks. Oh, yeah. And there's a great uh, one by Letitia Gaska where she talks about, now the other end of the spectrum, she says, don't fail fast. She says, fail mindfully. And the idea being that, you know, well, what's a, you know, what comes out of the failure? You know what I mean? You know, what's the follow on afterwards? Because if you fail and stop, that's failure. Yeah. If you fail and get up, you haven't failed. Yeah. It's progress. Just, you just, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have talked about this, um, in my capacity at the bureau, especially with young, um, younger members, because for for many of them, um, you know, these are folks coming out of various you know college and universities. They're you know intelligence analysts or professional support, um, and for many of them, they may have never failed, and that can be that can be mind blowing. That can be destructive to somebody who's never failed 
in a safe environment. Right. You know, who hasn't had the opportunity to fail, dust themselves off and move on. Um, yeah. That's something I talk about with my, my students all the time. I say, guys, school is meant to be, it's not meant to be a safe space in that uh, we're not going to say I say things that that challenge you or bother you. That's not that's not really what safe space means. This is a safe space in that you can fail and you don't lose your job. You can fail and you don't lose your family. You can fail. Your life doesn't. You, you can fail in a safe environment. And then we yes. learn from it. You get back up. That way, when you go into the real world, when there's real stakes, there's real pressure. You've already failed. You know what it's like and you know it's not going to kill you. You know how to get, come back from it and you know how to avoid failure because failing at 25 is a lot worse than failing at 15. And so right. it's just catastrophic in comparison, you know, depending on the type of failure that it is. And so, yeah, having those safe environments, like a playtest session, going to an unpub, going to a protospiel, when you're not pitching the game to a publisher, right, where the stakes are pretty high of, are they going to like it? Are they not? Are they going to sign the contract? Are they not? You know, it's just some people sitting around playing the game and going, oh, well, you know, this could have worked better. That could have done better. That's a, that's a wonderful environment to be in. And so enjoy the failures in that environment, so to speak, because that's just going to help you grow, help you progress, help you make your, your, your content, your games better. Yeah, I... Uh... You know, to use Gaskin's words, I'm very mindful of that too. And you know, when I'm playtesting or especially playtesting uh, someone's game, because you know, this is their this is their work. This is you know, this may not be an opus, but this is definitely their body of work that they're putting out there. And you know, even if things don't work, find the positive aspects of that. Find the positive things that actually do work. That can often soften the blow too, um, and th- that person will be often very much more receptive to those things that you then find uh, that are not working as well, right? Because right. uh, I think if, if you I think if you hammer them just with the negative, that can be demoralizing. <laughs> yeah, definitely, especially from a stranger, right? Um, right? That's the thing about you know if I'm talking to a friend of mine and I say certain things, he's going to take it but he knows we're friends versus if I say it to a stranger, say the exact same thing to a stranger, they might take it in a totally different direction because they don't know me. We're not friends. You know, we don't have that built up trust and relationship. So that's, that's a really good point. Whenever you're uh, criticizing or being critical of anything is make sure you, you know how to say it in a way that they're glad that they heard it. You know, that's the thing about preaching. I learned a long time ago is always tell people what they need to hear. Just make sure they're glad they heard it. You know, have, have them walking out of that church thinking, man, that was, that was tough, but I'm, I'm glad I heard it. You know, I'm glad I know that now or whatever it is. I think the same thing can be true uh, with playtesting. Well, Joe, this has been great, man. Any kind of like closing thoughts or ideas? Uh, no, I mean, not, not, not for the failure piece. No, but I, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you very much. It's been, it's, it's been great. Like I said, it's been far too long to even just, just to talk to you. Yeah. Now I'm so glad this finally worked out, man. This is, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I think you and I are on the same, same wavelength in a lot of things. And uh, I'm excited for what you've got going on in the future. Uh, you know, all the games that you've got kind of in the pipe that you're developing and working on. I look forward to maybe sending you one of mine, this solo game I'm pretty excited about. Uh, and, oh, good. And yeah, so, no, please. I would love, love to see it. I would yeah. love, to, I love to get my hands on it. Yeah, definitely. But uh, anyway, thanks again for coming on the show. And good luck with all those things and everything else you got going on right now. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, you take good care. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm sure I'll be seeing you over on the forum or I, you, you see my notes on on uh, all, the, uh, all the podcasts where I – or I can actually leave a, leave a quick note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good.